www.netivyah.org. Nativia Bible Instruction Ministry presents Teaching from Zion, Volume 24, August 2008. Taste and See That the Lord is Good by Rudy Katz There is an intimacy and a nurturing associated with the act of feeding. The primal bond between mother and child is formed as the nursing child latches on to the mother's breast and receives life from her body. In this way, everything the newborn needs, complete with nutrients, sweetness, protein, and nourishment, flows from mother to child. Because primitive cultures are especially aware of this bond, the act of feeding takes on significance beyond the giving of nutrients. I have a friend from Ethiopia who told me that his mother used to literally place the food she had cooked for him in his mouth. Thus, her taste and the taste of the food were intermingled. To him, she had her own unique and comforting taste, which years later, even though the boy had become a man and a father himself, he could still taste. Several years ago, we visited a Muslim friend in the ancient city of Azaria, or Bethany, where Yeshua raised his friend Lazarus from the dead. As we sat in my friend's salon, he pulled chicken meat off the bones and placed it with his own hands onto the plate of my son. I watched the tenderness with which he ministered to my child, and we then briefly met each other's eyes. My son took the meat with a faint smile on his face, and I saw that my friend was also smiling. The intimacy of those smiles and that simple act of wordless encounters went far beyond any conversation we have ever had. I knew at that moment, from the depth of that interaction, that my friend loved my son, and my son trusted him. Joseph Shulam often advises people who have had a rift between them to eat together, so the rift may be healed. Intimacy is encouraged by the sharing of a meal, because conversation can occur in an unhurried manner. Yeshua used this method to heal the rift with Simon Peter after Peter had denied him. It is significant that in modern Western culture, there is a trend toward going out to eat in restaurants. The removal of the act of preparing, serving, and eating food in a person's home has far-reaching implications in terms of lack of intimacy and knowledge of the other. In looking back on my own significant and deep friendships, almost all of them have involved an element of preparing and eating meals together. These acts establish intimacy in a very important and primal manner. After Yeshua died and was raised, he met his disciples at the Sea of Galilee as we read in John 21. The first, albeit rhetorical, question he asked was if they had any food. When they answered that they did not, he told them to cast their net on the right side of the boat, and they were not able to draw the net in due to the amount of fish they had caught. John 21 verse 6 Almost immediately as they came to the land, the disciples saw a fire of coals with fish grilling and bread. At this point, Yeshua invited them to share the fire and bring some of the fish they had caught, saying, Come and eat breakfast. Yeshua took the bread and fish and gave it to his disciples to eat. After they had eaten, Yeshua asked Peter an interesting question. Do you love me? When Peter answered that he did love the Lord, Yeshua told him to feed my lambs. Again, Yeshua asked him if he really loved him, and when Simon Peter answered affirmatively, 
Yeshua told him to tend my sheep. Then the Lord asked Peter yet a third time, and Peter once again assured the Lord that he did truly love him. What does this mean? Why did the Lord ask the same question three times, and then describe how Peter was to live, what he was to do, and even ultimately how he was going to die in order to feed his sheep? Looking back into the text, we see Peter, still self-willed and independent, declaring that he was going to, in his own strength and out of his own desire, go fishing. By trade, Peter was a fisherman. Could it be that after his denial of the Lord before the crucifixion, that Peter was toying with the idea of returning to his past life? Forget this Messiah stuff, he may have said. He's dead, and I have to earn a living. He went out and caught nothing. Though he had been a fisherman all of his life, he was unable to catch even one fish. Only when the Lord came, and as it were, anointed him, and indicated how and where he was to fish, was Peter successful. Without me, you can do nothing. John 15:5. Another interesting point in this story is that the Lord himself fed his disciples, and only then were they satisfied. Like any good teacher, the Lord asked questions in order to bring his students into reality and in touch with their deepest truths. Peter may have not known how much he truly still loved Yeshua, but the Lord knew. His questions were designed to reveal this truth to Peter. Looking back further into the text, we see that Yeshua had prayed for his disciples and said to his Father in the following strengthening words, While I was with them in the world, I kept them in your name. Those whom you gave me, I have kept. John 17, verse 12. Soon afterwards, however, Simon Peter denied being a disciple, or that he even knew the Lord and warmed himself by the enemy's fire. Yeshua, in a significant and meaningful act of reconciliation, forgave Peter and drew him back by eating with him and giving him food. While doing so, he asked questions to reveal the truth in Peter's heart. After he was forgiven and fed, Peter was strengthened to be able to feed others and even to glorify God by allowing himself to be taken where he does not wish to go. John 21 verse 18 Gone was the independent and spirited young man who thought he could feed himself, replaced by the humble, contrite, and forgiven disciple who had been fed. In the book of Deuteronomy 8 verse 10, we see the Lord says, When you have eaten and are full, then you shall bless the Lord your God. By the way, in much of the Western world, prayer is offered up before the meal. At a traditional meal in Israel, however, the longest prayer is offered afterwards, in accordance with this scripture. As disciples and teachers, we eat from the hand of the Lord and allow ourselves to be nurtured and fed by His words and spirit, so that we may be broken bread and poured out like wine. 1 Corinthians 11:24 verse 25 so we can feed a hungry world like Peter we need forgiveness and spiritual food as well as comfort and reconciliation with our lord we are in need of a god appointed task and a vision for our future only a forgiven soul can forgive and only a satisfied soul knows how to satisfy and what is required for satisfaction only a soul who has been fed can feed others. Let us therefore use our mealtimes not as a method to simply feed our bodies, but also minister to those with whom we eat. Let us take the time to determine what is important to them and what is in possible need of repair. 
In order to do this, let us eat from the hand of the Lord ourselves, so that we may be satisfied. In this way, we shall be able to bless him by feeding his lambs out of our own contentment and joy. O oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. O oh, fear the Lord, you his saints. There is no want to those who fear him. Psalm 34, verse 8 and 9. Nativia, www.netivyah.org